Hello, everyone, and welcome to Thursday Live Lesson. My name is Aldrin Guerrero. Uh, joining me are Mr. Aaron, the voice now. Kamara, say what's up, Aaron. What's up? And Mr. Kahai, the legend. Fergan, say what's up, Kahai. What's up? All right, so it's just the three of us here. You know, <laughs> there's there's no special guests, no nothing like that. Our songs are due. That's why today I actually ran into Mike yesterday um, because uh, I had to to fix up my my ukulele a little bit uh-huh. and. Um, I saw him at the uh, I saw him at the music store. He's like, "Hey, so if you don't have any guests, you know, like for tomorrow, uh, I'm, uh-huh. I'm I'm off and stuff." Because I guess like Scotty's music has like um has less hours or whatever because oh, they're, yeah. they're slowly they re- opening re-open? up. Yeah, yeah, they're re- re- uh, they're open. I think for just like four hours a day, and they're like oh, some yeah. days are they're open. So I think three days a week instead. Yeah, yeah. something like that. So he's like, I'm off tomorrow if you guys need a guest and stuff. I'm like, ah, we, we got like some stuff planned. Like, you know, I didn't know what to tell him because he's like, oh, because uh, he was saying that oh, he usually man. comes like the first of the you know, first Thursday of yeah, the month, yeah. you know, like, yeah. so I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. And I told him like, you know, we've had Brad Bardessa, we've had all these guys and stuff. He's like, I just, I was just wondering if you guys still like me. <laughs> at, at this oh, point. Oh man, really? Like we missed out on Mike this week, that means. Really. <laughs> at this point, but, isn't like Mike, like one of those, you know, like TV shows where you see somebody come on as a special guest so often and they become like a regular <laughs> cast member, right? He's yeah. like pretty much like, yeah, you know, we don't have him on a, like yeah. every week, but we have him on yeah. pretty frequently too. So, yeah, well, definitely. Yeah, yeah. He's like on. the Steve Urkel of, uh, yeah, yeah. Of yeah, yeah. He's, not, he's not like part of the immediate family, but when yeah. he comes in the door, everyone claps. Yeah. yeah. Like, oh, <laughs> hey. It's, the audience <laughs> oh, this, is my, this is my favorite part. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, and it's so cute. So I was playing with this low G. But hello, everyone. So, how Thursday Live Lesson works is, uh, you know, you guys got questions and we got answers. That's basically it. And we're going to be talking about those. I'll try to answer it as best as I can. Um, and these two guys are going to come up with their answers as well. We're going to try to come up with a super answer. So we got questions. We got student reviews. Uh, we got song challenges. Lots of stuff going on on Thursday Live Lessons. So thank you if this is your first time joining us. Because I know we got a lot of, you know, we got some people coming in like that uh, that Clay guys brought from last week. So thank you so much for checking us out. Um, but if you're a longtime listener, how's it? And you know all about that loose shaka. <laughs> so how's how's it going everyone it's thursday 1 p.m hawaii standard time i know we're a little late but hey we're live we have a chat type in the chat if you guys have questions we do have uh, preloaded questions from emails and such so we're going to get to those but if you have any questions and you are here attending live type it in we'll get and we'll get right to you so here we go kahai give me the first question got a question from uh ritesh so oh ritesh what's up buddy yes uh, I've been able to learn pieces such as Bach Cello Suite Number One. Uh, it took me a long time. Mm-hmm. Will the time it takes to learn a new piece go down with more practice and or better technique? And his next question is: okay. When you learn a song, do you keep the notes in your head or do you operate on muscle memory? What is the divide between thinking about the notes and playing versus having to build muscle memory for each song you learn? Oh, that's um, that's a great question, by the way. That's a great question. So um, I would say for the first question, it really depends on the song. You know, like uh, you could learn a super simple song and it would take you no time at all sometimes to, you know, to go and learn it. But something like box, cello suite, it's one of those things that it's not going to happen in a day, you know, like. Um, and it's, it's by design, like box, not just going to create something super duper simple that you're, you know, that you could, you could kind of learn it in day, unless you're like a, you're like a master of some sort, but like, it's not, not even that, you know, like, um, cause it's still, it's still a tough piece. Like, but if somebody told you like, oh, I just, um, I, I want to learn, or, uh, I want you to play or, or learn this piece, like, I don't know, like. Like body surfing is not going to be the same as like box cello suite, you know, like it's going to be less significantly less time to learn body surfing than this to learn box cello suite or or even, you know, more simple, something like Hanalei Moon. Like, oh, I want to do Hanalei Moon or make a um, make an arrangement of Hanalei Moon. It's going to be a lot easier than that. So it really depends on the song that you're, you know, that you're trying to go for, that you're learning. But 
Um, but to answer your question, it does get easier. You know, the more experience that you have, the more exposure that you have to certain uh, chords and shapes and notes and uh, and melody lines and stuff. A lot of those things, um, if especially if they're like modern songs, a lot of those lines and and uh, and progressions are taken from like from older tunes. You know, so a lot of the a lot of the time, those same patterns and same progressions and same melody lines will will you know will, will come up especially if it's a modern tune, you know? Um, so it does get easier because it's, you're going to come across a certain line that looks familiar. Like, oh, I can, I can do that. You know, um, sometimes it'd be something like. A lot of the times, if that's, that's your F scale, you know, you know your F scale frontwards and backwards. And then the line is something like a. Something like that, you know? And, um, and you see it. And it, it it happens again. You're gonna know how to play it. Um, if even if it's in a different key, you'll be like, okay, well, that's the same thing as this in you know in, in F. A lot of the times, um, melody lines are just not like ripped off, but sometimes they borrow like stuff from you know from the past. And some uh, some songs borrow from other songs, um, especially things like chord progressions. You know, like two five one is one of the most common one six four five is some of the most common and uh and those are are going to you know are going to show up in some songs therefore making it easy but something like box cello suite it doesn't necessarily have a set like progress chord progression so those types of songs will will be a lot harder to uh to to learn but you know if it's um if it's a key that you're familiar with and the more exposure you have to a certain key and a certain style also uh, will make it easier to learn those types of songs so if you've been playing classical style for you know for a while and um and you know how to play in i don't know a minor whatever you know the key or d minor whatever box cello suite is you know is in um, it'll be a lot easier than somebody who didn't play that before but it doesn't make it easy doesn't make it like oh i can do this in a day or a week even for some people you know but um the more you know, the easier it is to tackle on songs, but doesn't necessarily bring the uh, the length of time to to get uh, to get it down. That's what I would say. What do you think? Yeah, yeah. Um, and, and Ritesh said, just as a clarif- clarification, it's just the first part or the first one in this Bach cello suite. So mm-hmm. it's not the full suite. I think it was just the first. Yeah. One. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Well, you know, like that's. I think the first part is it's just like in in C uh, or something like that, right? It's not too bad. Like so, that's mm-hmm. if you want to just learn that part, that's not too bad. I think like later on, those those chords and and the progressions and the melody lines start to kind of form into something super, uh, super complicated. But I think the first um the first movement is not too bad. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and I think um. Like something too, like if you look at other people and you're like, oh, it seems like they're learning way faster than me. Like everybody mm-hmm. kind of learns different, learns differently and then learns, uh, mm-hmm. can be better at learning different things, right? They might learn something mm-hmm. faster, but I know like a lot yeah. of classical musicians, like if you tell them like, oh, just learn, you know, or just take an improvisation or just like do a solo over this they'll have like a hard time doing mm-hmm. that because that's not how they were trained and that's not how they think. So everybody just has like something that they're better at, you know, and you like, you might be having a hard time with uh Bach, but you might be, have an easier time with something else too. So yeah, I, I think it yeah. just keep at it. Yeah. It, it all adds up and it, you'll get it eventually if you just keep working yeah. at it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Definitely just kind of comes down to exposure. Like the more that, but uh, for for us, it's like reggae and like local sounding music is really easy yeah. because we grew up listening to that. We're surrounded by that. And so like that groove is just kind of in us, mm-hmm. whereas like something something else like uh, like a different types of samba and stuff like mm-hmm. if you if you didn't grow up listening to that then you're going to have to listen to a lot of it in order for you to pick it up. Mm-hmm. And um, for somebody who has been around that, a new piece within that genre in a s- certain style, they'll be able to pick it up easier if they've, they've you know, exposed themselves to that for uh, any period of time. You yeah. Know? yeah. It's yeah, kind of compared to somebody who hasn't at all. Mm-hmm. So, so yeah, the, the more songs that you learn in a certain key, in a certain style, 
the easier that key is going to be, the easier that style is going to be for you when you pick up mm -hmm. new songs within that key and mm -hmm. style. So yeah, if um yeah, it's just, it's just the practice and yeah. and and you tend to gravitate to songs that you like too, right? So mm -hmm. if, you know, if you like a certain genre, if you like a certain style of music, then explore within that mm -hmm. genre and style, and yeah. then the easier that will be for you. I I think we yeah. see that a lot, right? Where it's like a song is popular at the moment, so everybody wants to learn it because it's like, oh, yeah. this is the song to play right now. But then yeah. people see lose. Also, I'm yours uh, <laughs> over the rainbow. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah, yeah, wagon uh, wheel, wagon wheel. Was that train song? <laughs> yeah. So hey, soul sister, soul right? sister. Yeah. 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 See also these yeah. <laughs> these yeah. these songs. Yeah, like uh, we we see that where it's like they people learn those songs or try to learn those songs, but they're just learning because it's popular, not necessarily because they really like mm -hmm. it or they have a deep connection mm -hmm. with it. And that's fine if you just learn a song because you like it. You know, you might find out that you really like it later on, but you if you give up on that song, it shouldn't be a big deal either. You know, it's like yeah, that song is catchy mm -hmm. or whatever, but it doesn't mean you have to stick with it. You know, it doesn't mean that you have to. Yeah. Oh, I have to master this song or whatever. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you know, um, if you're interested in that song, uh, last week we had um, Corey Fujimoto and, and Kalei and Alan. Um, Corey actually played a little snippet of um, of Box Cello Suite, just like really, really, really short. Like he, uh, you know, he he played it, and that's actually if you need some advice in playing that song, Campanellas, and they talk about it at length last week. You know, at last week's episode. So listen to the stuff that they say about Campanella because that's what you're going to need, you know, to play that song. Campanella is very, very, very important. Yeah, mm -hmm. that that's like kind of relates to what uh, Aaron was saying, too, right? Like yeah. we all grew up with reggae and like island music and stuff. So if you give us any of those songs, we'll be like, oh, yeah, we're down. But then Campanella is like, if you give us Campanella's, we're like, what are you? What are you talking about? And then in the classical yeah. world, like, you know, <laughs> pianists and violinists are like, no, I, yeah, Campanellas, that's like, that's yeah, year two. <laughs> what are you talking about? It's not, it's yeah. not a hard thing to learn. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh speaking... what, was, what was his second part of the question? Oh, oh yeah. What was his second? No, go ahead. Uh, his second part was what is, or, uh, when you learn a song, do you keep the notes in your head or do you operate on muscle memory? What is the divide mm. between thinking about the notes and playing versus having to build muscle memory for each song you learn? Um, definitely muscle memory helps out a lot. You know, like, uh, if if you're not used to playing like a, a certain you know a certain line if it's not in the scale or something you know what i mean like your your muscle memory um responds to stuff that you've done before so if it's in the scale and whatnot like it's it's super duper easy because your muscle memory should kick in like okay well this note this note and this note is coming up next but if there's like a note in there that's not then you need to rebuild uh, not rebuild but you need to build a whole new um like muscle memory to get that note in there it doesn't take that long but um definitely memory starts to kick in. You're like, okay, cool. This part is coming up. It has this weird, like irregular note in it. And, you know, you just kind of brace yourself to, uh, to get that down or this weird chord or this weird, whatever it is, you know, like you build the muscle memory needed to respond to whatever weird thing that is. But if there's nothing like that at all, then muscle memory, like just, you know, just take the wheel, muscle memory, take the wheel and just, uh, just <laughs> go off because it's either just up or down, you know, like at that point, mm -hmm. if it's like, uh, it's in the scale, does it, you know, does the melody line go up? Does the melody line go down? Really? That's it. And just, you know, like, Oh, my fingers will take care of the rest because it knows where to go, you know? But if it has something, some kind of irregular, um, uh, line in there, that's when like, okay, well, uh, I can get up until that part where like it's it's got like an E flat or whatever you know it, it may be. Um, then sometimes for me that part kind of stands out and uh, the muscle memory you know kicks in because I've practiced that part so much because I know that's some something like kind of irregular. So muscle memory does play a huge part into like learning a song. Um, I don't like looking at you know at music like when i do stuff other than like when i'm you know when i'm learning it but eventually like i'll and this is like the long way i'll try to learn like part by part line by line phrase by phrase and i want to get each phrase correctly so you know we always talk about like leaving practices up to 30 minutes and stuff i'll pick maybe one or two phrases just for the day if it's 30 minutes a day and um and 
10 minutes is spent on like learning, you know, like certain things because the first 10 is warm up. The second one is, uh, is going to be scales. I'm going to dedicate 10 minutes of it. So I'm going to try to learn one line or two lines if, if that one line is too easy. And you just kind of really get it and really like nail down that one, you know, that one or two lines. And then the next day I'll learn like another line and then I try to connect it with the line that I learned yesterday. It's all in uh, retention of, uh, you know, uh, of, of your brain. So whatever my brain can retain from, uh, from yesterday, I'll try to connect it with, uh, with whatever I'm learning now. But that's how I do it. I do it line by line, phrase by phrase. I don't try to do the whole thing as, you know, as a whole. Like with, uh, for example, with body surfing, I remember all the way back then, um, I just learned... So I'm like, okay, cool. Can I go on to the next part? And it's just the same, you know, like uh, even though the phrase is over, it's still kind of the same line. I'm just like kind of moving my moving my fingers. So that whole like uh, that whole chorus part is for me is one whole phrase. And I just stopped right there. I'm not going to go to. I'm not going to go to that part quite yet because I know that like, okay, I just want to get this part down. If I move down here and try to learn the rest, I'm not going to remember this part up here. So just make sure that I... I got this part down muscle memory wise. And then um, I don't have to look at any kind of music or anything like that. Just I need to burn this and instill this in my brain. They're like, okay, it's it's here, 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 here. Because um, also it follows the G minor, um, G minor scale, G minor uh, shapes and stuff. So it's not that hard. Um, so that's where I, I was talking about muscle memory kind of kicking in. It's in the scale. There's no irregular part in there other than the D where like it kind of, you know, goes to that that five there's a uh it goes from a minor scale to a harmonic minor and that's kind of it stands out for me so i know that that part right there is something that i have to kind of separate you know so i have this one cool line and then when it gets to that it's completely different you know like i'll save it maybe for the next day or i'll just kind of you know try to take a look at it but it stands out and that's something that I'll I'll remember for a long time because it's not in the scale. Stands out for me, mm-hmm. yeah. right, Kahai? Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, I was uh, a few weeks ago. I was talking to Glenn because uh-huh. he was. We were talking about like learning from sheet music and learning stuff. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of people have the the idea that when you learn a song, it's like you see the whole sheet music in your head, and you're just like, yeah. it, the sheet music is like flowing in your head, and you can see the notes and mm-hmm. stuff. And I guess maybe some people know it that way, but I, I told Glenn like a little behind the scenes for like when we shoot you plus solos is like for a lot of the, yeah. those songs, like instead of having the sheet music on the ground, we if you need like something to look at to reference, you write out just the chord names, right? Like chords. Yeah. yeah. And I think like that's kind of what it goes towards is like you don't really have mm-hmm. all the details memorized you have like oh this is my point a point b and i just gotta fill in the blanks mm-hmm. from point a to point b then i'm going point b to point c yeah. you know you have like a more of a rough mm-hmm. outline when you learn more music and you realize like oh yeah like all of these songs all have that same rough outline and i can almost transfer everything i did for this song to over here so yeah that's where it like all connects and it, it that it makes it way easier thinking it that way mm-hmm. mm, yeah, yeah yeah and that's that's absolutely true i didn't even you know think about using that to explain it but um when we film u plus solos and those are like because the U plus solos like 99 times out of 100 like those are uh, arrangements that i made that week you know like mm-hmm. or the even the day before or that morning sometimes you know and it's just like okay cool i'm gonna teach this song uh it's in this key uh kahai here here are the chords and stuff mm-hmm. and then like i'll have it on the floor because um kahai will have me film the uh the actual lesson and like okay cool play or no the play along first and then the lesson mm-hmm. you know so he'll have me play the play along. I'm like, all right, cool. Uh, I don't quite have it memorized. I don't know it, but I need to put it down on the ground, like so that I can look at you know at, at my um. Oh, sorry about the sirens, but I you know, I can look and um hear the chords. And in my mind, like um, if I have the chords, then I know what the you know I know what the singing part is. If there's a singing part, or I know like certain melody lines that that fit in with that and i know as soon as i strike the the chord i can hear which one of those notes in the chord is going to be the melody line note or if there's going to be an extension or if it's not in there you know for example like hanalei moon within hanalei moon on uh on you solo so 
Uh, so it's it's going to be that F when you see. So as soon as I play that F, I have it in my head. I'm like, when you see there so that's that so when i'm explaining the video i'm like oh yeah it's it's c string open fret with all the confidence in the world even though i'm like i think it's c you know like it's, <laughs> it's this when you see i'm like all right there it is that's just the uh there's the, there's the line you know like i'm just kind of feeling around for the most part yeah. because those are you know the scale you yeah, know i know the, the scales exactly and because that part is so is so different like because uh, and that stands out to me that d7 is not in there so i know yeah. that line because it's like Oh yeah, that's right. I have to make up for that F sharp that's there, you know, and and all that really like really plays plays a big role. Just kind of knowing the chords behind it and kind of having it in your head and the muscle memory to like to that key. Yeah, and I think like it plays uh, again. Like um, I forget the last jazz song we did, right? But I think you were like, oh, uh, I'll, like let's do this jazz song as a, a solo, and I was like, okay, cool. Mm-hmm. And you came in and then you, like we, you printed out the chords or I asked you to print out the chords and stuff. <laughs> yeah. But then I think it was like you, you told me like, Oh yeah, I just, I played this song in high school, like j- the jazz band high school. So like, <laughs> oh, uh, it was satin doll. Thing. Yeah. 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 So it's yeah, like satin doll. you, and you just came up with the, the arrangement from there. Right. Like, so it was, it, yeah. <laughs> It wasn't like something that it's like, oh, I have a arrangement book of this whole song figured out. It's like something that yeah. you played back in high school and you're like, oh, yeah, I kind of remember mm-hmm. that song and I like that song. So mm-hmm. let's do a solo yeah. for that. And I was like, OK, yeah. yeah. And that's how it turned out. So, yeah, I, I mean, I want to teach people like, you know, like jazzier songs and stuff, but I still want to, you know, put them in the disguise of you know, well, it's in the disguise of a jazz song, but it's actually still super easy. You can still learn it and stuff, mm-hmm. you know, like I'll leave it to guys like a guys like, you know, um, uh, Benny Chong to do like the complicated chords and stuff. But like if, if I'm going to, you know, if I'm sticking to the true like the formula of ukulele underground and sticking true to, you know, who I am as a teacher. And I know my audience and stuff. And uh, as soon as they see a chord that kind of looks like this, they're like, yeah, I'm not learning that song, you know? So uh, I'm like, okay, cool. So Sandal is a... Uh, I'm like, okay, people know D minor. And like yeah, this this awesome like kind of G7, you know, um, inversion. It looks fancy. I'm like, that's that's good. That's good. I like chords that look enough. fancy. Yeah. Easy enough that people can kind of play it. It's it's a certain formula that you know that that we have here that um it looks really like um impressive when you play it. And it is satin doll. Mm-hmm. It's not like it's I'm using the, a different chord or I'm changing it so that it's easier and stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm like purposely making um arrangements that is like that the melody line is close in, you know close enough or pretty accurate but then the chord behind it um is pretty close to the melody line you know but uh and it sounds jazzy or it looks jazzy but it's actually just common inversions mm-hmm. you know yeah so that's, and that's what i do <laughs> I, I was telling glenn too like i think a lot of people think of the solos as being like fully fleshed out songs and stuff and i mean you you do like fully think out the arrangement but you also leave mm-hmm. a lot of space for them, like for people yeah. to add on to it too. Mm-hmm. And like I think, or like one one song that I think about is um uh Frosty the Snowman. Is like people look at mm-hmm. that song and they're like, "Whoa, this is a crazy arrangement of it." But then like I've mm-hmm. seen you play it where it's like, "Oh, you can actually add a ton more stuff to it." But like this mm-hmm. is kind of just like the bare bones to get you through it. Get you know like you learn chords, mm-hmm. you learn cool chords and then cool stuff. But you can add, like, you can take it to that Abe Agreement style and just go, out, like, out of yeah. the world, right, with it. So there, there's yeah. definitely space to add your own stylings to mm-hmm. those things. And when you're learning mm-hmm. a song, like, maybe that's something you should think about uh, for the people out there. Yeah, if you're learning some U plus uh, solo stuff, uh, those are just the bare bones. You can add things to it and you can make it even fancier and you can, and you can take it to uh, to that Abel Agreements level. And I, I remember, um, I believe it was Tuesday or Monday, I was teaching someone um, that was like uh, from, from a UU plus solo. And they're like, what if I want to make this more interesting? And then it's like, oh, you mean my arrangement is not interesting enough then? You know, <laughs> I was joking. But like, I was like, okay, well, you can... for that. Yeah, it's made, it's made for this. You can add things 
Vader. So I kind of showed some like um kind of just uh like ghost notes that you can kind of add in there. And I um I taught them, and I it was uh, can't help falling in love because it's just like that's like that's how we that's how we did it, you know. And then I'm like, okay, well, um if if I'm gonna play it, if I want to add more things to it, I'm gonna do this technique where I I do the pinky finger rake, which is a uh, it's it's a uh, it's my own uh, original technique, so it's like that. And it's like okay, if you want to be even more, you know, fancy, you can add this note to that, like to that already. So you have this nice little, uh, you know, um, what is that there? Like those tension notes and stuff. So you can do. And he's like, oh, that's so cool. Like, why wouldn't you teach that? I'm like, well, because if I did that, then like people will be kind of paying attention to that and not focus on the main melody line so they can add things like that, you know? Mm-hmm. So I leave it super open for uh, for interpretation, but it's still like the, the song, you know? If you learn the UU Plus solo to it, you can learn the song itself, but there's definitely a lot of room to make it even better, you know? Yeah. Because mm-hmm. if, yeah, if I taught it like how I would arrange things and whatever, it would be a lot longer of a lesson. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and a lot easier to mess up if you if you yeah, don't get the yeah. timing right. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. so add it as needed. Yeah, yeah. Depending yeah. on on wh- where you're at skill wise, yeah. or and um, I believe that you know during in all the lessons we even say that at the end you're like okay well you know you can take these and you can add some stuff and maybe mm-hmm. your own and whatever and we kind of remind people that, that you you can do that. Yeah, I, I think and I think people they they're like oh why can't you just tell me what notes to play or something. <laughs> Because they get like, yeah. it, it's like a paralysis, right? Like from all the options, it's like so many mm-hmm. going to ice cream store yeah. and then it's like, uh, I don't know what flavor to get. There's so much flavors, <laughs> but it really is like, there's no yeah. right answer. So like, it, that's why we leave it so open. It's like, cause you kind of have to find out what's right for you and that's going to be the best yeah. answer for you. Like we can't tell you yeah. that. Uh, the most common is uh, is you remember Europa? We did Europa and I mm-hmm. did like a D minor um, like improvisation in there. Like can you just give me the notes to improv? It's like it's an it's like an improv, you know? Like you, just, <laughs> yeah. you, you insert is your it? own improv here, you know? Like you're like, yeah, but I like that one. Can you just teach me that one? I'm like, yeah, yeah. that defeats the purpose of like the improv. Because <laughs> I, I think. Uh... <laughs> I think Little Wing is catching up to that too, right? Because people are oh, like, yeah, oh, yeah, can't yeah, you yeah. just teach me what Jason is doing? <laughs> it's like, uh, I guess. I, that's not really the I point. I want to do exactly what yeah. Jason did on the spot. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, you could do that. You could maybe come up with something better, you know? Like if you just, <laughs> yeah. You know where this song is from? Do you know Jimi Hendrix? Like, uh, I don't think like Jimi Hendrix did the same thing every day. Yeah. You know, it's like yeah. <laughs> so Jimmy, can you teach me how to play Little Wing? Uh, that that time that you played it in that one bar. <laughs> yeah, I really liked it at that one music festival. You remember the one, right? You played it so good. Like, teach me exactly. Here, I'll like show that. you. Yeah, I took a video. Here, show. I'll show you exactly what you're doing. Can you teach me this? Like, yeah, oh, <laughs> but I mean, that's what that is what you did though right <laughs> with some of Jake's stuff yeah and that's Although, what I did you know like and, yeah, yeah. And I put you know and that's why I can if if I were to play that song again I can go off of that you know go off of that solo but I know that you know I now know the scales and the technique around it to kind of like yeah. make my own you know yeah that's what you do that's what you do <laughs> <laughs> any other questions guy you want to talk about the uh the what is it student reviews while I'm looking okay. at the chat question Right, we got a couple of student reviews, one from Will and one from Wesley, you know, familiar names and familiar faces. So for Will, um, you know, we're talking about kind of strumming through and hitting all four strings. The most recent video that he showed us, you're almost there, buddy. You're almost there. You're holding the ukulele correctly. Um, and I think it's just this, the, just the, the wrist is, uh, is kind of the, the only thing that you kind of need to do now, okay? Um, is making sure your wrist kind of follows through. So you're kind of pointing to yourself and pointing down to the ground. So this kind of pointing yourself and down to the ground, it should hit all the strings. So see, I'm pointing to myself and down to the ground that, you know, I have this much space that I'm kind of like, uh, I'm kind of occupying. So just do this, keep pointing yourself, pointing down to the ground and just go closer to your, you know, to your ukulele until you can hear and this those yeah. two those two notes if just strum down 
if you can hear this and this don't like do a strumming pattern or whatever yet just do a strum down and make sure i think you it's hear more the his up oh okay yeah same thing that so doesn't doesn't get all of them <laughs> so do you know do the opposite do the up so make sure that you're getting this and this down up and make sure you hear both yeah sorry for all the noise yeah. they're like fixing it's my neighbor's kinda... roof <laughs> so uh, <laughs> that's what all the noise is back there but yeah so if you just kind of i just do that just kind of pay attention to your you know to, to your wrist and uh and really listen for those two notes more importantly this note should be all good because you're almost there you know you're almost there yeah i i mean if you were to to put a marking on the center of your hand in your palm mm -hmm. um on your upstrum if you're looking down like if you're holding it correctly and mm -hmm. looking at your palm like you should be able to see that mark mm -hmm. on the upstrum as soon as you strum up it should yeah. be right there yeah, yeah. Oh, I thought you for the like, down you for the downstrum down. you're just like letting it go so you're up, yeah. up strum, you're pulsing, pulsing to see your the marking, and then you're letting it go. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Basically, basically the same thing as like the bottle let it fall. with the dot yeah, just let on it. it. Fall. Mm -hmm. Yeah, let it fall. yeah. So I, I'm watching your video. It kind of looks like there was not just a little bit less rotation than needed. Mm -hmm. And so if you just fix that one thing, and I think you're golden. Yeah, you're almost there, buddy. Almost yeah. there. It looks good though. You know, it looks a lot better than a like, lot. Yeah. Yeah. Than, than the, the past few weeks that, that we've seen your student reviews. So yeah. Good job. Yeah. Keep it up. Keep it up. Yeah. Keep it up. Just fix just a little bit. Sorry. Speaking of fix, I'm fixing <laughs> my microphone here. Hear <laughs> some noises. Oh, there, there it is. Perfect. Perfect. Yeah. So I, there's I, a microphone down here that you guys don't see. <laughs> I, I think Will, yeah. Will, Will too, like he sent me a message today and he said like mm. he's having a hard time getting the chunks because it seems like his thumb isn't close mm -hmm. enough to to mute the strings and i think mm -hmm. that's like another symptom of like that you know not strumming all the way through is that like yep. your your thumb isn't going to be in the right place so you really got to yeah, get that yeah the rotation of your hand mm -hmm. yeah cuz if fact, you don't follow through and you just get go here your thumb stays up here you have to follow through so that your thumb is in the right position to to stop all four strings yeah mhm mm i i, I I told Will too, like uh, looking at his video, I think something else that he, it seems like he's kind of holding on to is mm. hitting the strings with his nail and like directly trying to hit the strings with his nail. And mm. because he's doing that, it's actually causing him to like not twist his wrist fully, you know? So like, yeah, you don't, you yeah. don't. So hit... it could be, yeah, just that kind of the, not the flat part of the nail but maybe kind of the side, the side where there's there's flesh and nail like kind of that that's fine when you're doing your strum down so you that's kind of where you would feel it right yeah, that's here. where you feel the strings brushing oh, here and not like this that's not how you strum yeah, here yeah, yeah, yeah. so you're hitting the you know you, you're getting the, the nail There's a there's a twist of the wrist so that your thumb should be over here when you do the the chunks. So from here you're pointing to yourself, and then there you're pointing down to the ground. So yeah, and and even you can kind of curl your your pointer finger in too, mm -hmm. so that it's not as like I guess uh, you it's, it's not, not stiff. Straight, yeah, yeah, so your 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 pointer finger shouldn't be mm -hmm. stiff. Or like kind of relaxed, and then and then the thumb can almost hit. The strings even before your mm -hmm. <laughs> your pointer finger or it's like basically at the exact same time mm -hmm. that they're mm -hmm. i don't like uh, i see a lot of people do this don't like do this with the, with the point yeah. where like you're you know you're pointing pointing you like relax your hand yeah like, so it, it should be like relaxed yeah when we say point to yourself we're just talking with just the pointer finger you know like just mm -hmm. kind of point like this but relax the other fingers it's not necessarily yeah. like point like point point like <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah so it's like yeah. relax the hand relax the wrist yeah, point point. you're you're not curling your other fingers into like a fist, right? Because like, no, 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 yeah, yeah, that's like uh, I was thinking about that, and mm -hmm. I was talking to Aaron uh, earlier this week about archery, and part of mm -hmm. archery is like it's such fine muscle um, motor uh, control that you mm -hmm. you have to be really uh, you have to be really careful because like even if you move like an inch off, right, like you just twitch or something, it's gonna send your arrow mm -hmm. five feet off, like at the end of the target. 
So you gotta, you have to be really careful about that. And one thing that they tell you is like, you don't want to, if you make your hand into a fist holding the bowl, you're adding more tension to the bowl itself and you're more likely to knock the arrow off or do something else. So you, you're, the natural position of your hand is just like, if you just had it on your side, right? It's kind of, it's not straight, straight. It's a little curved in, but it's also not a fist either. And I think that's like the same thing for strumming mm-hmm. too. It's like a little curved in, but you're not, mm-hmm. you don't have it straight out or you don't have it, you know, in a fist either. It should just be relaxed. Yeah. So, um, our second student review is from Wesley. Um, you know, Wesley's still working on his, speaking of which, box first cello suite. Um, same, same advice. I mean, you know, it looks, it looks, it does look better. You're starting to use, you know, different chord voicings and stuff, but I would give you the, the same advice as I gave Ritesh to earlier. Check out. And because we've talked about this, we talked about using campanellas, uh, because as soon as you lift, if you're playing, you know, like as soon as you're, uh, you're lifting that, that note off, it's not going to ring out anymore. You know, in order to, uh, you know, to play that next note. So if you want to play, um, play that song in, you know, in what it's supposed to sound like, especially because you have an eight string, um, ukulele, uh, it's going to, you know, it's going to be a lot tougher to make those notes kind of ring out, uh, ring out better because, uh, the, the, the more, the more strings you're doing, the more you kind of have to make sure that you're controlling that string to ring out. Okay. So, um, my best advice would be to, uh, to utilize your others, your other strings and not just try to, um, concentrate on just the A to play all those notes and stuff. You have the G, you have, you know, you have a high re-entering G. Even though if you're playing an eight string, it's like re-entrant and the low, like it's still it's still fine to use as a campanella, and um, and really make those notes ring out because they're not ringing out if you're playing the uh, the line on the same string. So utilize the other strings that you have, and um, and really use campanellas to make that song move because it's it's not moving if you uh, if you're just kind of playing it like how you would with a normal picking it's not going to be normal picking you have to um have to make as if your your uke is is a piano or is is a cello you know like in in that sense so yeah yeah and then also uh what we said before about anchoring oh yeah anchoring the mm-hmm. the pink pinky mm-hmm. And then using for, especially for that finger picking kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anchor with the pinky. Mm-hmm. Cause it, it seems like he's just like putting his palm down. Yeah. Um, like kind of close the, to the saddle. And yeah. that is it kind is. of muting some of the strings too. Yeah. So it's even more staccato yeah. when it should be really, you know, long. That, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think we talked to Wesley about um, anchoring with his pinky before, right? And he said yeah. he has a hard time anchoring with his pinky. So even yeah. then, like you don't have to anchor with your pinky, but the reason why it helps is mm-hmm. because it gets your hand out of the way where you're not muting the strings. So at least make sure that you're not muting the strings with your your right hand, mm-hmm. if anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and yeah. and I, like I wanted to say too, like it sounds like his left hand, like sometimes it's all scrunched up, and it sounds like you can hear the tension when he's playing. So like you, mm-hmm. if you're not using all your fingers to hold down strings. Like the fingers that you're not using to hold down a string, you can have it stretched out. You don't need it to have it scrunched up too. So just kind of relax a little bit more, you know, like you, yeah, that song is supposed to sound like it flows and it's nice and relaxing. It shouldn't sound like you're tensing up when you're playing it. Yeah. You can hear that. Yeah. Yeah. The staccatos are like, um, are are doing the opposite of what, what it should sound like. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then also that, that song too, uh, even though it is, I think it's like 16th notes for every mm-hmm. note. So yeah. it's like very regular, but like I've never heard anyone play it like exactly 16th. Yeah. It's yeah. it's always like a flowing, like a... Like kind of... And volume changes and like tempo changes. Yeah. For like any good version of that song, it's always like a volume and tempo change mm-hmm. where it's not it, even though it's written as 16th notes throughout yeah. the, the whole pretty much that whole first yeah. section mm-hmm. it's it's not you know yeah. like like yeah that sounds sounds kind of like if a robot mm-hmm. were, were to yeah. play it so yeah you, you have to give that dynamic mm-hmm. 
yeah, like a tempo dynamic. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, another another advice that I want to give is uh, I I I feel like you should take a break from the song too. Like because um, hmm. you've sent us you know uh, box first cello for the past I don't know maybe like how many months now and stuff, and you're working on it for for a few months. I say take a break. You know, like um, it, it's it's starting to look like you're kind of burning out like on this song. So if you take a break and kind of uh, focus on another maybe classical song to just kind of, you know, even though you're taking a break, you're still kind of uh, exposing yourself like what Aaron said earlier to, you know, to the same kind of genre of music. Because mm-hmm. if you're just kind of running into the same walls like uh, every time, uh, I feel like you know it, you might not have the right you know like technique or the muscle memory kind of you know needed to play the song for now. But if you uh, learn something and maybe that other song might have something similar to it, but might be easier um, to introduce you to those you know to those newer concepts that you don't quite possess yet, that might help you out a lot. You know, like uh, let's see, I don't I don't know, like any other like maybe something from Beethoven or or even for Elise or anything like that to mm-hmm. just kind of keep it in the same genre. But um, but it's not this song. I I feel like you should take a break for you know, for now, so that you don't get burnt out and you don't get frustrated and all this stuff. And then you're coming yeah. um coming at it with fresh eyes and ears. Maybe just take a month or something. You know, I'm not yeah. saying like oh stop learning this song, learn something else. It's just like just just put it in the back burner yeah. for now. You know, like you can jam it okay. if you want to. But actually, like going and learning and sitting down and stuff, I think you should take a like a month off. The, <laughs> I think so. Yeah. So then, so then when you come back to it. Yeah, it's like the analogy we used, right, is like if you're mountain climbing and you hit like a rough patch in the mountain and it's like almost like a sheer cliff overhead mm-hmm. and you have to climb upside down to get over the cliff. It's like mm-hmm. some people like, yeah, people, you know, look at that and they go, I'm going to go straight for it because straight is the best <laughs> way. But then if yeah. you sidestep, you know, like you go like, oh, I can't really tackle this cliff. This cliff is too hard for me. I'm going to take a step mm-hmm. to the side and you go like a little bit to the right. All of a sudden it's like, mm-hmm. oh, well, there's this path where there's nothing above me and I can just go straight to the top. So maybe I'll just do that. Mm-hmm. And that's what like taking a break is, is like instead of going yeah, vertically, yeah. you're going, you know, horizontally for like a little bit. And then once you, you know, once you're ready or once you see clearer skies, you can just go yeah, back to the top. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So mm-hmm. it it don't yeah. closer closer towards the peak. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's like you don't have to think about it as giving up or it's like, oh, but yeah. I really want to get this. It's like yeah. it, you will. You will. It's just uh, it doesn't help to mm-hmm. keep, you know, keep hitting the same wall over and yeah. over. It's like because. Yeah. Because you are showing improvements and stuff, you know, and, and the uh, the voicings are definitely like changing and, and whatnot, and your approach to it is changing. But I feel like you you know you're reaching your your burnouts, you know, um, mm-hmm. and before you know before you get frustrated, or I don't know if you are already, you know, like uh, just take a break, learn something else that will expose you the same kind of uh, genre and the same kind of techniques, but maybe try it try a different song for now and then go back to it. Yeah, it'll it'll help. I I I find it to help a lot. I I think the saddest thing is like when people get stuck on a song and they end up hating it because they can't move yeah. forward anymore. <laughs> and uh-huh. they they lose like all the reason why they love that song in the first place. So mm-hmm. don't push yourself to that, you know, like yeah, just mm-hmm. say like, "Oh, I'm going to take a break so I can learn to love this song again or I can learn my connection yeah. to the song." And once you do, you, like for sure you'll you'll play it better, it'll sound better. People can hear that, mm-hmm. like when you're kind of like mm-hmm. hitting that wall. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So those are our two um, student reviews. Uh, we, you know, we we do have our songs due today, but before I I talk about that, um, so those the songs that I'm talking about is we have a uh, live lesson songwriting challenge. You know that we we put together every now and then, and um, this time our challenge is to write a song in D. Really, like that's that's it, right? Just to write a song in D. Um, and I think the bonuses are like write some lyrics, I think country, and then um, uh, jingle, like write a jingle, you know, mm-hmm. like, so we, we have our jingles. But before we get into that, we, you know, we did have um, a, a submission for uh, for the songwriting challenge. How many did we have, Kahaya? Uh, well, that we had one because they were having trouble posting to the forums. So mm-hmm. I don't know if other people are having that same trouble too. But mm-hmm. if you are just email us and uh, you know like we're trying to, we'll we'll figure out the problem with the forums mm. but email mm. us so we can see it because we really want to see your guys song writing challenges yeah. and submissions yeah mm-hmm. 
So we uh, we saw a submission by uh, Hamsini, and she's from uh, she's from India, I believe she's from India, and um, she's been a she's been an ukulele underground plus student for about a year now. I feel like she's gonna renew her uh, her subscription like this month or something, which is crazy. She's been playing for a year, and she uh, she wrote her first, um, well at least the first one that I'm seeing, you know, um, ukulele solo song, and it's it's amazing. You guys should definitely check it out. If it's is it on the the forums? I believe it's on the forums, right? Uh, I don't know because they were having trouble. Like, mm. she's she's a uh, uh, she's pretty young, right? Like, yeah. So her her parents were emailing me saying that they had mm-hmm. trouble, but they sent it directly to us so we could see it, mm. and it, it's definitely but awesome. It's, it's awesome. <laughs> it's yeah. awesome. I'm so proud of her, and um, yeah, she's been she's been working like pretty hard on 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 her ukulele, and um, she you know she's she's like a soloist, like an ukulele soloist, and. Um, I was kind of, you know, like, um, I was iffy at first, you know, like if for the lack of a better term, because um, when they're like, I was like, okay, you know, let's just work on some like strumming and whatever. But then she really wanted to get those like solos down. And I'm like, that's cool. If that's what you guys want to do. And she really worked hard on it. And she she knows songs like Super Mario. <laughs> like uh, she can do stuff like um, was that other kind of uh, for for at least she's, you know, she can do. Uh, lots, lots, and lots of UU Plus songs, and that was the route that she wanted to do. And she worked hard, and she she can do it. And now she can she can like write her songs, which is amazing. If you guys, if it's on the forums, check it out. It's she's insane. <laughs> I am so proud. So good, so good. But uh, yeah. if you guys um, want to take on the song challenge, really, that's the um, that's all you have to do is write a song in D. If you want to write lyrics to it, if you want to write a country song to it, if you want to write a jingle to it. Uh, you can't feel free to do so, but all you have to do is write a song in D, like how she did. She just wrote an instrumental song in D. It's not like it's not country or anything like that, but it's it's awesome. So if if it is in the forum, check it out. Um, yeah, submit it because uh, we'll take all the submissions, we'll put it in a hat, and we'll pick a name out of the hat, and we'll give that person a nice little prize. You know, mm-hmm. all good, right? Okay, so um, that is due for you guys next week. So next week Thursday, we're gonna cut it off. And, um, and that's when we'll pick the name, okay? But for today, we're going to show you what we have to kind of give you guys some uh, inspiration of, uh, of what to write and what to do for the songwriting challenge. So once again, it's in D, country, uh, lyrics, and jingle, okay? So usually I go first. I'll show you guys what I have. So I, that's why I have my low G here because I feel like this sounds a lot more country than my, my other ukulele. So... <laughs> This is my song. It, I did write a, uh, I guess it's a jingle, but I, it's about, it's about one of my favorite snacks here in Hawaii. And I can barely get it. It's because you have to find somebody that, that makes it. Okay, here we go. But trust me, it is an actual snack here in Hawaii. Just want to say that before I sing this song. And I'm not trying to fan anybody, but it is how the song goes. Here we go. Um, If I got a craving for something savory And I need something good to chew on But I'm getting weary of plain old jerky I need a little taste of home Pee-pee, pee-pee, pee-pee cow love or homesteads, no matter where it is you call home. If your mouth is watering for something salty, here is something good to chew on.
this song. So Kahai, what is pipi cola? Uh, it's like a, a smoked meat, right? Like that's how it's they jerky. make it. Yeah, it's like, cowboy jerky. So yeah. I was like trying to think of something country, you know, like something connects to country. It's pipi cola because cow paniolas eat pipi cola as like their their jerky. It's like Hawaiian jerky. Pipi cola. P i p i k a u. L.A. It's a thing. Look it up. <laughs> Before you like even said your mouth was watering, you know, in the song, yeah. my mouth yeah. was watering. I'm like, oh, man, <laughs> when was the last time I had P.P. Kala? Like, oh. yeah. So, uh, yeah, that was that was mine. It's in, uh, it's in D. It's basically just D and A. I did add a um, a, sh- a sharp uh, sharp five in there. So mm-hmm. just, you know. So for those of you who are wondering, it is an A with a sharp fifth. So it kind of gives it that um that chord. Uh, I associate it with stuff like um like uh, I was playing the Beatles um Old Darling, you know, and that's like the first chord you hear. Oh, oh darling. That's that's the chord. I'm like, oh, I want to use that, and um and that is also used in uh, What's Going On by Marvin Gaye. Uh, today. Father, I'm like I'm gonna use that in my country song. It's gonna be awesome. <laughs> but yeah, it's just D A with an A sharp five. Well, keeping it simple works. <laughs> like it works well for that a jingle, right? Yeah, like, for country. Yeah, for jingle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It's just easy to remember and having your head. Yeah, yeah. That was a great. I'm, song. Go- I'm gonna call Ron Wiley. I'm like I got a song for you. You know. <laughs> uh, who, who's calling? Uh, please, please don't call this again. <laughs> yeah. Is this all Dre Greer from Pua Ting? <laughs> Oh, yeah. No, we don't yeah. want to hear your Simon song again. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and really, that's... that's the only thing that he remembers you for yeah, anyway. So, not, not for anything else I've ever done in my life. Yeah. <laughs> All yeah. the accolades and stuff. It's always for my Simon song for when I was in high school. That's a deep pull for those of you folks who get it, who get the joke. Yeah. <laughs> is, okay. that, is that, um, can you hear that anywhere? Is that posted um, anywhere online? I don't know. Um, I have the album, (laughs) I think. Yeah, I don't, or I know where I can get it. If I don't have it in my house, I know where I can get it. And then we should just like put it up. Hilarious. (laughs) Hamura Simon, the song. The song, yeah. (laughs) By Pua Ting. Featuring Aldrin Guerrero. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's the first ever release. That's that's how my career started, was with jingles. (laughs) With jingles. (laughs) For the jingle uh, on the radio. Yeah. So little little known fact about me. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh who goes next? Is it Kahai or you? Yeah, I'll, I'll go. Is, okay. Yeah. I usually go second. Mm-hmm. So uh yeah, I'll just play my song. You guys I think you guys should hear this. So Okay. And I love it. Yeah. Love it. Give yourself the the button, man. <laughs> That's yeah. Yeah. Press the yeah. Press the clap I... button for yourself. Uh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> there it is. That's cool, dude. You have to uh, sequence all that. That's a lot of notes. Uh, yeah, yeah. It, it wasn't so bad though. It's a lot of impressive. Uh, a lot, a lot of arpeggios for like the banjo stuff. 
Um, mm. yeah, it, that's uh, something I like about the, the songwriting challenge is besides like challenging us to write songs is every mm. time like I need like, oh, dang it. I need like a banjo VST. Uh, okay. I'm going to go look it up and go, go get a banjo VST now. I guess <laughs> I looked in my library. I was like, don't have a banjo, but I need it. Okay. I'll go get one. So, yep. Yeah. That was, uh, that was very like kind of Mumford and Sons. Yeah. 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 <laughs> well, uh, like, unfortunately the, I, I'm not a huge country fan. So <laughs> my, probably my best reference to country is, um, Yellow Card, a Pretty pop voice. punk. <laughs> Uh, a pop punk band <laughs> they have a, yeah, a song yeah. called view from heaven and i took mm, that yeah. their direct like drum lo- uh kind of drum sequence i took that from their song and i was like okay i'm just mm. gonna lay something over it so if you listen to the drums from view from heaven it should sound pretty similar you know yeah ah uh, that's yeah. cool <laughs> thanks hey good job nice. good job Kai. all right Aaron, i'm excited yeah Yeah. so so because it was supposed to be due last week and (laughs) and i had heard that they were opening up las vegas on that day thursday last week thursday they opened up las vegas and i thought that that is a fantastic idea right (laughs) (laughs) considering the current environment uh you know and so I couldn't help myself and I wrote it in like a week and then we moved the, the date for <laughs> for this to be due. So uh, so it's kind of uh, late to the party for this yeah. song. But, um, but yeah, so it's a yeah. <laughs> I, I didn't I didn't think I was going to write a song about, you know, the, this whole um, pandemic kind of thing. But topical. It just, it just happened. It, it, Sometimes when you're writing songs, like the song just wants to be made, so you just got like, like the Bob Dylan of ukulele. Just gotta follow it. Yeah, yeah. It's blowing in the wind right now. <laughs> but yeah, okay. So so here it goes. Uh, let's see if I can do this. It's been a while since I played it. So. <laughs> Since I've seen the sun, me and the missus tired of living with this little one running around all day inside the mess we make of our living room. Cause it's a long way back to normality. This television ain't for watching the TV. It's passing as a conference room, virtual chats, ballet classes, and the doctor's office talking music. But soon as we get separate, soon as I get unstuck, I'm doing something just for me. You better bet I'm off to push my luck. Come on and push your luck in Vegas. Come sit in every leathery, velvety chair. Come in and just roll the dice and don't think twice about inhaling our recirculating hotel air. Come on and push your luck in Vegas. We promise that we sanitize like all of the time. You'll be counting up winning to minding your millions less than six feet from people in line. So if you're ready to get unstuck, come on, push your luck. I haven't heard it yet. And you're like, oh yeah, I guess because <laughs> you're telling me about it last week. I'm like, oh, I can't wait. I have to wait another week to hear this song. <laughs> so good. So good. So yeah. yeah. I mean, tried to make it kind of start off like a serious song, but it just wasn't going. So <laughs> <laughs> amazing. 
<laughs> that that is like so true to country though, right? Like being yeah. unapologetically like this is the stuff that I like and I'm gonna sing about what I what I like. So I like yeah. 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 I could totally imagine like a real country artist right now, like making a song about like I just yeah, I like Vegas, so I'm just gonna write a song about going to gamble in Vegas. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and then at the same time it's very like sarcastic and very you know, mm-hmm. Yeah. Love the tone. Hot button issues, Harry. Hot button issues. <laughs> but yeah, and, and kind of a lot of a lot of country songs kinda of like embrace that blue collar, you know, mm-hmm. like yeah, yeah. And so so I was thinking kinda of, um there's a song called um uh, just another day in paradise. Mm. Uh, I forget who who the country artist is, but um, I was I was kind of thinking in that vein for the for the verses at least. Mm-hmm. It was kind of like you know setting up like well you know it's just a blue collar day and this is what we're dealing with right <laughs> Me and now. The misses. <laughs> yeah, just, yeah. And then the rest of it was home. all jingle. <laughs> <laughs> oh, awesome! Come awesome. on down. Come on and, down. Yeah. <laughs> It's, it's luck. Yeah. So good, so good. All right, gang. So if you wanna, you know, if you wanna try your hand at the uh, the songwriting challenge, you just gotta write a song in D. You can write lyrics if you want to. Um, you don't have to like how I did. You know, um, you don't gotta write lyrics to it. You don't. You don't gotta. Um, you know, sing country, or you don't gotta even do a jingle. It's fun though. You know. So if you, you know, if you do want a songwriting challenge. Uh, write a song in D and write a write a country song in D or you know whatever whatever you want to do just have fun with it um, post it on the Uku Underground Plus forums or email it to us doesn't matter as long as we get it I'll put your name in a hat I'll pick a name out of the hat and yeah you'll uh, you'll you'll win something something nice something fun <laughs> I guess I don't know what it is yet but we'll we'll figure it out and when we figure it out we'll give it to you. <laughs> Yep. All right. So that's that about does it for our Thursday live lesson. Very, very nice, gentlemen. So let's give everyone a round of applause. Some great songs today. Good job. Good job, guys. So uh yeah, we'll see you folks next week. Have a great one. Um oh. we may or may not have a guest next week. Who you know, just if if not, we'll have Mike. <laughs> we'll have Mike call yeah, because okay. he wants to be on. <laughs> okay. Yeah. yeah. Was that guy? Were you going to say something? Uh, no, I was just, I, I was wondering if we, that's what I was going to ask if we we're going to have a guest on next week. But I guess either way, we'll have a guest or we'll have Mike, you know. Everybody yeah. loves Urkel, so yeah. <laughs> the Mike is a guest. Mike is a special guest. You know, when, I love I love Mike. But he's he's like one of those, like you said, like regular guests. Like like an Urkel. <laughs> no. We're we're like Olive Garden. When you're here, you're family. So Mike is family. <laughs> <laughs> when you're here, you're family. And on that note, have a great one, everyone. And stick around for one on one coaching. We'll see you tomorrow for Low Friday Live Jam. Aloha. Aloha.